You have now tuned in to the Comic Section Network. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerds! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and animes are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new issue of the comic section podcast. Issue number 80, ladies and gentlemen, we made it to 80. You know what that means? 20 more episodes to the big century mark. I am your host, Jason, <laughs> alongside my talented co-host. Lil C.O. Lil C.O. How do you feel knowing that you are now 80 years old? Oh, my God. We're um, now 80. I never thought I'd make it this far. I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I will die before I turn 80, just so you know. <laughs> um, oh, <man. laughs> Why are you putting that energy Let me stop, let me stop, let me stop. I'm kidding, guys. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I want to live to, you know, I've seen people be up in the hundreds and... Uh, Listen, 115 I'm like, yo, around that time, no. man. I'm like, all right, you know, let me go. I didn't even want to be this old, to be honest. <laughs> I was oh, like, kind of hoping to do out before this. Oh no, don't say um, that. I know everyone always says that, but man. listen, living is hard, dude. Paying your bills, taking care of stuff is hard. Yeah, but you, hard. but you, I would rather, it. I would rather be a celestial ghost mm. floating through space and time. Oh, you just want to haunt people? No, oh. <laughs> I want to like fly in space and whip around the planets and. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so you trying to be like Silver Surfer or something? I guess. Yeah, actually. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a dream life right there. Except the whole part where you're like the herald of like. Yeah, the, you got to tell people times. like, hey, yo, when I come, you know, it's bad <laughs> it's news over. for y'all. It's great for me though. I like the ride and stuff, but y'all is Skip over. that part. Skip yeah, that part. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, but, man. Uh, it's hot. It's very. It is hot. We're in hurricane season here in South yeah, Carolina. Yeah, hurricane so season here. Hope- it just like tips back and forth between 110 degrees mm-hmm. and just raining just raining man so i'm having a great time just staying indoors you know yeah. been working on some some commissions right uh, big shout out to people reaching out to me right now asking for commissions while i'm self-quarantining y'all are the bomb yeah the bomb see hot out here in these streets man getting right? that commission work every week i got something going on it's really cool yeah. i got a goomba mm-hmm. a goomba from mario brothers right now and stitch from lilo and stitch there so we go that's working good. hard so yeah that's good that's but good how about you you are like crazy busy that's right that's ridiculous ladies and gentlemen <laughs> you know by the time you hear this podcast you might have heard our newest addition to the comic section network lineup and i'm talking about prime cuts Ooh. hosted by our friends holly and hank oh my and uh yeah man this is uh i'm super excited about it because you know, I just I told you guys, man, I've been telling y'all I've been working on something for the <laughs> horror fans that I came through. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm a man of my word. That is the dang truth. Yeah. You you a, you a mover and a shaker. That's right. You don't make empty promises. Nah, man. Because I'm <laughs> trying to live out here unlike some people. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to get more things coming. You know what Ow. I'm saying? Oh, that hurt. Well, you know. You know <laughs> no, it's, that's a good, that's a you got me. That's a good get. You got me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, also, also, big shout out to another show that's added to the network as well um our very own producer extraordinaire uh reggie c of the sonic embassy and um 
and you know, usually we're you know excited, we're hyped for you know everything that he does. But <laughs> I mean, this one just came out the blue, and uh, I see a uh, little seal. You might have a little beef. I do. All right. I got a little chip in my shoulder. Okay. Talk about it. What's going on? <laughs> how dare? Mm. I, I hope Reggie's listening. How, mm. how dare you? Mm. We we be out here. We've been working on the comic section for a year now, year and a half maybe. I think mm-hmm. year and a half. Um. And everyone always assuming, they thinking, you know, because of the photos, it's just me and you. Yeah, me, that's me all you. they think of. But Reggie's out there. He's our producer. He edits. He, he cuts it, slides it, puts it together and real nice. Yeah. Um. So we're at, we're actually a three-person team. But, mm-hmm. you know, you wouldn't know it because uh, our boy Reggie won't be on the podcast. But <laughs> here he goes. Yeah. He's striking out on his own. On his own. Making his own podcast mm. simply called podcast yeah that's <laughs> it you know what i'm saying and I'm, I'm bitter i know i'm a little bitter i feel you i'm happy for him yeah we happy but i'm bitter yeah you know we happy <laughs> but it's kind of like ah i'm just kidding, yeah, just kidding. What it is. <laughs> yeah man very happy for him very very proud yeah i think it's gonna be really fun i love a lot of his scientific stuff so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm that's the most i'm looking forward to i know he's gonna yeah. talk about a variety of topics right from pop culture and stuff like that but also i'm excited for the science facts yeah it feels very like bill nye whenever he talks to me i he love does it does feel like bill nye I that's a it. great oh I now i cannot think about it i now. know you're welcome yeah all right <laughs> man well hey that's what's up guys i'm telling you man we're growing so uh so now we are seven shows deep (laughs) for every day of the week we got shows for y'all man i'm super excited about that and also guys i got the website coming just be on the lookout Mm. because that'll be the next one so that way it'll be the home for all these new shows and we got more shows coming too so uh we staying busy out here in these streets so i'm super excited and uh more things happening so Let's go ahead and get into it, because I don't waste too much time, because, man, we got a lot of stories. We got some scandal stories, too. <laughs> yeah. So let's go ahead and get into it, guys, with breaking news headlines. All right, guys, breaking news headlines. New York Comic Con 2020. No big shock or big surprise here, but it appears that they are canceled. Um, not the, you know, popular term canceled, like, you know, to hear something bad. <laughs> but they are really canceled due to the coronavirus pandemic. And it looks like they're going to be doing, just like San Diego's Comic-Con, a virtual event. So, uh, what's your thoughts on this? Now, we we talked about mm. the Soundwave. I mean, about to say Soundwave. Shout out to Soundwave Comics. But uh, we talked about the San Diego Comic-Con yep. and how that didn't fare so Yet well. underperformed to yeah. their expectations. Right. So, are you thinking, could this be something similar? Or maybe they learned from... Their friends over at San Diego, what to kind of not do and, you know, or I mean, how's your, your hope for this? My take. Yeah. I, I'm hopeful. I think, I think they will have learned from past experience with San Diego Comic-Con and do better this time around. I mm-hmm. mean, they're already got a better start in my opinion for advertising because it's what, two months away now. Right. So, you know, they can advertise on social media and on their pages and, and get the word out better. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like that was the one thing they didn't do very well for San Diego Comic-Con. And I don't even think it was their fault. It was just, you know. San Diego was right in the height of the pandemic in July, um, where everyone thought we were going to start going back to normal since February and March, and that was just, like, so not the case. Instead, it really, really spiked. Um, so they ended up having to cancel at the last kind of minute and, and spin and kind of have to change 
change lanes very quickly. So um, not that, in my opinion, I don't think it was like a bomb or a failure. I just don't think it just didn't get a reach expectations that they usually have for their in-person events. And of course you can't, I don't think that's fair to compare an online event to a physical in, in event anyways. So, um, but yeah, I think they're going to have learned. I think they're going to do better this time, you know, and, and honestly, I prefer, I prefer New York comic con anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if I had to go to San Diego or New York, I'd probably go to the New York one anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think this is for the best. Uh, New York is a huge hot, hotspot for the coronavirus is New York and Texas and uh, uh, California and of course unfortunately here because <laughs> we're whatever um, <laughs> or whatever um, but yeah I, I, I could have foreseen that and I think it's for the best but yeah I think I think they can turn it around I think it's yeah. going to be good and I, I look forward to it yeah so. I think uh, honestly I think it'll do a little better but I'm not expecting much better mm-hmm. just because like you said you know there's nothing compared to you know going it's, to yeah, in new, person in person it's like it's just missing so many things is missing it's a new way of life for a lot of people and yeah and people are so resistant to yeah that too. and also too you know it's just obviously you know this pandemic is like on everyone's mind and also you have like you know not to get on the politics side but you got the politics that's happening it's an election year here in yeah. the states so you got a lot of that you have there's so many things happening that i feel it's just like, like a bummer yeah so it's like it could have that almost an opposite effect either people are too bummed out that they're just like numb right so they don't participate mm-hmm. or they're so they want to like get away from right. the bummer yeah. that they like flock to this event right but you know we just we won't know until we get there yeah but true. i hope it does better uh, again i don't know how that's going to work out because i think aren't marvel and dc doing their own thing now right so they're not going to comic cons mm-hmm. um of course dc i think dc the fandom is literally mm-hmm. like a week or two before yeah uh, uh, new york comic con supposed to happen yeah and that's coming up uh very soon in the yeah, next, it's like 28th or something uh, yeah like 21st or 28th one of those two. It, it's coming up fast so it's yeah. like so if dc blows their whole load at this thing then they're not then gonna have anything really to announce at new york yeah. comic con so like what will that mean for new york comic con will they just mm. focus more on like walking dead-esque stuff kind of like the indie stuff like umbrella academy mm-hmm. and and i don't know but we'll see yeah um i'm definitely interested i think it's for the best but yeah it's not it's they're pivoting towards a virtual event it's supposed to still be on the same dates um it's going to be dubbed the U- new york comic-con metaverse which mm-hmm. i like that's cute that's cool um but it'll take place same dates october 8th through the 11th uh they're going to be partnering with youtube to bring us four days of incredible content uh, that comic book fans around the world can enjoy. Yeah. So. Man. All right. I know one thing. It, You know what? 2020 is canceled. Yeah. I was going to say. I'm there's, like, there's no cons this year. Yeah. None, man. But you know what? I'm going to. I'm going to try to watch it just because I, I really want to see how they do it. Mm-hmm. And like you said, if they're already getting a head start on it, that's good. Yes. So they're already learning. Like, all right, let's not get too, um, you know, two last days ago because we right. saw what happened right. with San Diego. So, all right. Well, hopefully they do a great job and um, hopefully, you know, it'll be some cool news to talk about right here on the show. Next up, though, we got a little, you know, I guess you could say a little scandalous, but this one's kind of expensive expected to because of the pandemic um some news regarding dc comics mm. now uh i know this is your baby right it here is. you love you some dc you want to let the people know what's happening what's going on in the world of the distinguished competition 
Who boy? This is comics. So unfortunately, the DC Comics has reportedly experienced a major shakeup this week. They are having huge layoffs, mm. um, which is just terrible news for comic book fans to hear about, even Marvel fans, because this will affect them yeah, indirectly time. in the next yeah, year or so. For sure. Um, but yeah, editor-in-chief Bob Harris and several other editors were amongst the employees laid off. Mm. Um, and the prestigious Jim Lee was removed from his publishing role. He is now simply DC's chief creative officer again. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, it's not a good sign there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> that does not bode well for DC Comics. Mm. Um, basically, it sounds like to me that DC, well, we've known this for a while, but DC has been bought out by warner media and at&t and stuff like that right and basically and we've all known this but comic the comic book industry is not profitable right the the margins are razor thin when it comes to these big companies like dc and marvel anyways but especially for comic book stores like there is no there's hardly any profit in it most of the profit comes from selling the older stuff and merchandise like statues and toys and stuff like that and it sounds like AT&T and Warner are realizing that, and especially as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, they had to, comic book stores literally had to shut down because of shipping and, and what's the word for this, but the contagion, whatever you want to call that. Right. Um, and I think that really kind of woke AT&T and Warner up to the situation. Mm. Basically, it sounds like to me, they're just like shuttering it. Yeah. They're trying to make it as streamlined as possible. Mm -hmm. They're trying to slash as many titles as possible. Um. This is just not profitable. And I and I get it, but at the same time, like, it's a bummer, you know, because you want to see diverse comics with, with new and exciting storylines and, you know, talented writers and artists. But it sounds like, to me, all Warner Brothers and AT&T want is the content. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, They're yeah, just no, like, yeah. I just want... These characters, I want mm -hmm. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, all these classic characters, just so I can mine them right. for, like, TV shows. Yeah. That's what it's starting to feel like to me. It's like, right. they just want to be able to take whatever the comics are, are these established characters, mm -hmm. and funnel them down a pipeline to HBO Max. Yeah. And DC Universe. Right. You know, so... Uh, yeah, you hit it right on the head because, uh, yeah, it looks like, uh, yep. Warner Brothers is allegedly laid off approximately 600 employees, mm. including the uh, CFO Kim Williams. And uh, yeah, I guess yep, as part of the part of the restructure, yep. Warner Brothers expected to elevate HBO Max by expanding its you know scope globally, which is expecting to lead a shuttering of the DC Universe streaming service. So, which we speculated. Yeah. So high five for us. High five. Boom. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're just gonna phase it out and and combine it with hbo max which is what they should have done they to begin with anyway that. yeah um but i get it i get why that started and why this is happening but that's what it kind of feels like to me mm -hmm. and and if that happens if dc starts slashing that many like titles and stuff and yeah. and focuses more on digital print or digital copies and stuff like that um if marvel ends up dominating mm -hmm. the floppy copy mm -hmm. like comic book industry that's going to be that's just going to be bad. Yeah. Because Marvel's already a huge pain in the in the behind. They they are ridiculous. They always having huge ridiculous events with huge ridiculous amounts of tie-ins. Mm -hmm. Um variant covers like how why do you have 50 different variant covers mm -hmm. <laughs> for a number 1? Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, and then these ridiculous orders where it's like, "Oh, well, if you ordered one, 
if you want to order two, then you need to order 200% more of two than one mm. to get certain to covers. Get certain it's like so abusive. Yeah. So like if they become the primary more and so than they already are. Right. Like that's going to destroy ordering. And you and know what? I think, uh, not to cut you off, but no, I think, um, I think obviously they're paying very close attention. They see what's happening. Oh yeah, of course. And more than likely they're probably like already working towards right. like, all right guys, well, looks like we're going to have to, you know, I'm sure they're having meetings. I'm sure emails oh, I'm sure are being they sent are, out yeah. like, hey, you guys seeing what happened to our friends across the street? Mm-hmm. Uh, just be prepared. Because one thing I noticed that whenever a company in any type of medium, especially in media, whenever a company starts to let go of certain mm-hmm. people, like it's kind, it's a streamline. Man. You got this company and then this company next week. And so – it's They're very aware. It's, it's, like, it's, like, the, you it's gotta, like that Black Friday effect. Exactly. If you open at yep. 8, then they're going to open at yeah, 7. 7. Yeah. yeah. So it's like they match each other for whatever right, they're doing. Right, Which, I mean, I think I think that Marvel's been thinking about it anyways for a while, mm-hmm. but I just don't think they've pulled the trigger because, you know, they do. They have Disney money backing them, so they mm-hmm. don't have to worry so much. So here's- and they're... Their characters or their comics or whatever are so recognizable now. It's like a brand. Right. So for the comics to take a hit, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure they worried that that would mean bad news for the movies. I was going to say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was As wa- opposed to DC. DC doesn't have that problem. Now, People see, don't watch these movies and are like, let me go read comics. Right. As opposed to what Marvel is building with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. So my question is, and I, well, no, never mind. I think we already answered that like a few weeks ago now. It just popped in my head. What? Um, with Kevin Feige kind of now like controlling like pretty much all of the Marvel yes. media. See, and that's again the same thing like streamlining. They're streamlining comics into. Into the. Okay. But I feel like they're doing it better than DC is. I you see don't, what you're you don't saying. need to cut I gotcha. all these titles. Like they canceled, what was it? Not Harley Quinn. They canceled something like out of the blue for like no reason. I think. Mm. Not Nightwing. What was it? And everybody's like, what the heck? Like, that was a good... That was a good run. Like, it's a good story. Why are you just... But anyway. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's just... It sucks. Yeah, I feel bad for all those employees. Yes, seriously. Like, all those employees and, and like, of course, this time, you know, it's going to be... I mean, hopefully they they can get work and, you know, it's just this time right here, this pandemic's not a game and it's affecting every profession. Right. So... You know. This this industry was already on the edge. Yeah. And I, we've talked about this in the podcast. It was already on the edge. Mm-hmm. This pandemic combined with the loss of revenue from media, like their TV shows and their movies and stuff. Right. That it's like one of these things has to go mm-hmm. and it's not going to be TV. It's mm-hmm. going to be comic books. Comic, yeah. So they're going to suffer, which is sad, you know, because that kills the communities in, in small towns and in big towns and wherever. Yeah. yeah. Um, with the comic book stores. If comic book stores go out of business, then... The, the culture is dead. Yeah. It's dead. Yeah. We can't have that, guys. But, uh, but yeah, man. Uh, it's tough out here, man. It's so, tough out here in these streets, baby. Woo, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's keep it DC. Let's, you know, try to liven it up a yes, little bit. Let's uh, talk about something positive. Let's talk about something positive before <laughs> we get back into the scandalous. So, <laughs> that's why I positioned this yeah, story right Yeah, seriously, right? right? <laughs> uh, oh, let's talk about DC Fandom. Woo. So, uh, you know, this is uh, an event that I'm super excited to see how they do it and what's this all about. And, uh, you know, this past week, you know, you saw a lot of big name celebrities that are going to be in new DC films and and sequels. Like, you know, you got The Rock, you know, Mm. he's getting ready for Black Adam. You know, you got the lovely Gal Gadot. You also have tons of others i believe uh ezra miller had a like video mm-hmm. too he sure did so um apparently uh it's cool like i think they partnered with uh tiktok yeah they had their 
their videos and then they kind of had their cosplayers kind of you know just sync with them and it was really cool yeah i love that it's yeah. like so it was like the famous actors alongside their cosplay counterparts. Right. First of all, I love that because mm-hmm. they're like recognizing the cosplay community because yep. I feel like there's a lot of stigma around cosplayers. Um, so like I love that. Mm-hmm. And I love that it showed the diversity mm-hmm. of comic book fans yeah. and cosplayers. Like right. You don't have to look or act a certain way to be a comic book reader or fan. Right. You know what I mean? You don't need to be the comic book guy from The Simpsons right. to be a fan. Shout out um, to him though. He was the first fan. Yeah, what a dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> and he I mean he was pretty legit. He was I, the first one. You know, I, I can't gotta, hate you gotta him. give him credit for that. He's pretty legit. Yeah, he's probably like, yo, where's my credit at, guys? <laughs> I was here doing it thirty years ago. <laughs> hey, your attention, please. Mr. Simpson will now be autographing eight by ten glossies of Poochie. One per customer. Please form a line. There will be no cutting. I'm talking to you. Mr. Cutter. <laughs> ah, but yeah, I thought that was a really cool, and it's a fun, interactive way to shine some light on, you know, cosplayers that are out there building their own suits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun and interactive. Like, wow, look at all these people. So and let's I, be I loved real. it. Let's be real, man. There's a lot of cosplayers that put these actors and actresses to shame. Yo. Like, I've seen some cosplay. I'm like, yo, no lie. You look a little better than... Fill in the blank. <laughs> For real. <laughs> so you, you ain't you ain't you know wrong I mean? when you're right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh but yeah, be on the lookout again. Uh DC fandom is going down August twenty second, um ten AM Pacific Standard Time. So all of our people on the West Coast, y'all get to, you know, wake up a little later while us on the East Coast gotta get up in a bright crack of dawn to see this <laughs> but it's all good because i'm gonna do it because thank I'm super god hyped. since since it's all online we can just watch it whenever we want that's so. true good point good but point. yeah i mean obviously you want to watch it the day of yeah so. <laughs> yeah and all our listeners from all around the globe uh yeah you definitely tune in when uh when you get a chance to which i feel like that's a good thing too so you know you know you don't have to miss it it's like mm-hmm. all right let me go back and pull it up on the youtube which i'm sure that's probably going to be on or instagram and all that mm-hmm. so uh yeah i'm super excited about that so um I'm just ready to see the announcements. I'm, I'm, of course, I already know, you know, we got Black Adam, Wonder Woman. Uh, I believe Margot Robbie was on mm-hmm. one of those TikToks as well, too. The Flash. Stargirl. Stargirl on the um, DC TV universe. So uh, I'm excited about all this, man. I'm rooting for, look, I'm telling y'all, Oh, man, and the Batwoman actress. Oh, my gosh, yes, man. And oh, and my man from uh, Black Lightning. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a lot of great, great things, hopefully, coming. I'm excited. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to talk about all the the new news that's uh, hopefully that's going to blow our minds. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, and hopefully we get a little taste of that Batman movie with Robert Yo. Pattinson, <laughs> aka Battenson, out here. Yes, 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 yes. All right, okay. Well, let's keep it moving. Now it's time to get a little scandalous, guys. Scandalous. Yeah, a little trip to more the... scandal more from scan- DC Comics. Hey, DC is having a rough week. R- rough. It's kind of like not a rough, but kind of up and down. Well, how about this? Not DC, but Warner Brothers. True. Let's do that. Scandalous. Very Warner scandalous. sucks. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> Man. Well, you know, we we're talking about this um, before we went on the air, but we we're talking about um, Cyborg. You mm. know, because I, you know, I'm gonna be later on in this episode. I'm gonna be reviewing Doom Patrol season two. And, you know, we were talking about the character on the show who plays Cyborg, does a good job, mm. what do you feel? But, um, you know, Ray Fisher, man, he's been, in, he's been in the news, he man. Been in the news, he's been baby. tweeting. 
you know, not too you know recent. He tweeted he's, about he's dropping the hot tea. Yeah, he is, man. He tweeted about um, you know, your boy Josh Whedon and his uh, attitude towards everybody on the set of Justice League. And man, that movie, woo! <laughs> All right. <laughs> and now he came back out again. He's making claims that uh, Jeff Johns uh, made a thinly veiled threat to his career during the film's reshoots. <laughs> What is going on? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I can fill you in really quick. Grandma. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He uh, tweeted out, uh, during the L.A. reshoots for Justice League, Jeff John summoned me to his office to belittle and admonish my and my agent's attempts to take grievances up the proper chain of command. He also said he then made a thinly failed threat to my career. This behavior cannot continue. Um, also came out again with some more comments. Mm. Um, I believe it was before Justice Con. He said, there's a process that is being undergone as we speak to get to the heart of everything that I'm talking about. The man is probably scared. and He should be because we are going to get to the heart of everything. Everything that went down. <laughs> Thought he's done. No, he's not done. He went to Instagram <laughs> live and said more things mm. and i quote i am still very much under contract and i am still very much under the non-disclosure agreement the justice league star said so i've got to be very careful about what i say and how i say it otherwise i can get sued into oblivion so just a disclaimer there for the folks who are looking for more specifics in a moment right now i'm sorry i cannot give them to you in the moment just got to make sure all the ducks are laid out in a row mm -hmm. so you can go ahead and handle the situation appropriately so you don't end up being outside and professional liable, legally liable for anything that could be crazy or whatever that would be. This will take some time. We'll get it done. We'll win. And then we'll be able to move on in the world. That's it. Thoughts on your boy, Ray Fisher. Just taking everyone to task, man. From Josh Wheaton to now Jeff Johns. How do you feel about this situation? Good. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. You know what? Like, I'm zero. First of all, zero percent surprised about Josh Wheaton because he's already had several complaints against him. Right. From actors and behind the scene production mm. people and stuff like that. So, yeah, 0% surprised about that. Yeah. And I'm 0% surprised that Jeff Johns would come up trying to clean up after Joss Whedon. Because, of course, right when he was doing Justice League, he was mm. this big get. He was this big talent. You know, so he's trying to defend or protect that. Mm. Um, so he was probably, I'm not surprised that he said something kind of shady. It was like, hey, man, uh, why don't you keep quiet? How about at least to the end mm. of this production? You know, I'm not surprised at all and good on him. I, again, like we talked about with Poe Dameron, um, what's his name? Oscar, Oscar Isaac, Isaac and John Boyega. Yeah. They weren't allowed to say anything either because they signed non-disclosure agreements with Star Wars. But once they were done with the trilogy, they yeah. went buck wild. Yeah, they went to talking. They said, bump Disney. Yeah. Oscar said, I'll never work for Disney ever again. Mm -hmm. Boyega was like, I ain't coming back to Star Wars. I don't care. I'm donezo. Yeah, I'm cool. Like, I'm not surprised. Yeah. And, and, and so I'm so proud to see actors and actresses coming out and saying these things mm -hmm. because I feel like it gives these other smaller actors like Ray Fisher mm -hmm. the courage to come out and say, listen, they treated me, not just me, but everybody on this set like crap. 
and we were just supposed to take it or look the other way because what his name is just Whedon. Yeah. No, that's not right. That's not fair. And and somebody should spill the beans. I'm I'm sorry that it had to be him. Mm. You know because people like Gal Gadot and mm. uh, Jason Momoa and yeah. Ben Affleck have a bigger pull. Mm. So like they could they could really like out them right. and have the power to do that without being yeah. raked over the coals like Ray is right, right. now. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, who knows why, but like, it's just sad that he had to do that, but I'm mm. glad that more actors and actresses are doing that because it's not necessary. Right. You know, it's just not necessary. There's like yeah. a lot of famous directors, like for example, Quentin Tarantino, mm. he's gotten in a lot of trouble for that. He choked the crap out of that girl mm. on the scene of Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. You know, he, What's his, what's her name? Rosar no Rose McGowan McGowan yeah like wrecked her body when they were filming that movie to get like some of these directors need to be held accountable yeah some stuff like that's this is a work environment mm-hmm. just because you're a genius or whatever does not mean you get to walk around and treat people like crap well you see like like Jared Leto for example right? oh I'm a meta actor dude right? shut up yeah well and that's, you know what I mean yeah and it's funny you say that too because I mean we I think this year besides the pandemic i feel like this year is definitely exposing a lot right? of people this i is, mean this is it this is like people are like i'm done i don't yeah. care just because you're some big famous name but people like you, are finally being held accountable you see for who, their actions yeah you see uh ellen's going through it yes, right exactly. now and she deserves that too yeah i'm like and here's the thing and you know not to get too off topic because yeah. this all kind of you know but it's it all, all goes together. together yeah um i've seen a lot of celebrities which kind of like boggle it doesn't boggle my mind but it just, I feel like so many people are like, the celebrities that are defending Ellen, mm-hmm. I just feel like they're missing the, the point. point. Yeah. You know, it's like, wait, of course, you know, she's going to treat you differently than someone who's right. actually working under her. So, like, oh, this is, this is my friend. Like, she's always been great to me and my family. Like, yeah, because well, you're famous. You're famous. Because <laughs> you're famous. You know and she saying? was trying to get something out exactly. of the situation. Like, you're a millionaire. You've been on her show. Uh, yeah, she's going to treat you a little different than someone yeah, who's like... Yeah, people, her underlings. Exactly. Like, are you serious? Like, are like, you actually serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and don't even get me started as a person who studied psychology mm-hmm. on the science <laughs> of abusers. Because that's what abusers do, too. Mm. They're very nice. They're perfectly charming. They act wonderful in public. Right. But then they go home and they beat their wives. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? No, so yeah, then I the wife that. sees the real person, but you see the charming guy mm. out and about. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So no, it's I like this it. whole gaslighting thing. Yeah. It's like just because these people have power or they're famous or they're likable they have likable personas Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that they should not be held accountable for their actions and i feel like finally our collective psyche is Mm -hmm. catching up with that yeah and and we're not tolerating it anymore and i'm glad because it is ridiculous like that whole jared leto thing infuriated yeah you know what i mean like First of all, women can't even act like that on the set mm. or else you're a diva, right? Mm. You're a diva. You're a pain to work with. Nobody wants to work with you. Yeah. Um, but that's not even method acting. Like, don't even get me started right. onto how that's not yeah. what method acting means. Right. Yeah, yeah. Acting like a jag all the time. But yeah. anyway. But yeah, so I'm, I'm here for it. Let, take him down. Joss mm. Whedon need to go anyway. He's fake as hell. I'm over <laughs> it. Um, and these people need to start being replaced by people who are truly talented and yeah. not problematic, like Taika right. Waititi and, and mm. up-and-coming directors like like uh, du- DuVernay and, mm-hmm. and just whatever. Yeah. I, the, their time has is coming and it's over. Yeah. And you know what? And, like, it's just 
Hollywood, man, it's such a toxic place. Yes. Because it's all power. It's exactly. like you got to play the game. Yep. And if you don't play the game, then we can make your career go away just like that. Especially like you're saying, like with Ray Fisher being a new, you know, he's been acting for years, obviously. But on this giant right. scale, That's a big level. he's new yeah. to a lot. So he's like, oh, okay. Whereas, like you said, Gal Gadot, mm-hmm. Jason Momoa, Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, like, if they threw their weight around, then right. okay, yeah, we'll no, stop. Everyone would just, like, right. totally kowtow so, to uh, yeah, man. Uh, we'll uh, we'll keep uh, keep every one of you guys uh, in for the info as far as new developments go. But right now, you know, man, scandal, scandal, scandalous. Right? Warner sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're moving in from uh, out the scandal panel to some. Uh, well, I mean, this can kind of stay scandalous. in scandalous. I mean, mine as well. <laughs> and we're talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender, not the not the animated series the upcoming live action tv series for netflix yes you want to let the people know what's going on with that Uh, i'm so upset so the creators of the last airbender have officially exited the live action netflix adaption Mm. and fans are a devastated like me yes or b extremely upset Mm. and already writing off the live action adaption and Mm. i can't blame them um what is wrong with you? Like, what are you doing so wrong that you can't get the original creators on board with your project? Like, why can't you just do whatever it is that they say to do? Mm-hmm. They already did this animated series. It mm-hmm. was a huge success, mm-hmm. nominated awards, like cult, big cult following, especially particularly after it started yeah. um, appearing on Netflix recently and right. everyone started rewatching it yep. or new fans are watching it. it. Like, there's this huge revival. Mm-hmm. How do you mess this up? I just don't get it. Yeah. It's like so stupid. It's like, um, what was that? Uh, that it was a, not Hannah Montana. Um, darn it. That other Hillary Duff show. Oh, that was yeah. supposed to be on Disney Plus too. It's supposed to right. be revived. Creator didn't Lizzie sign McGuire. Off, Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. Creator had to sign off of that too for creative differences. Creative differences. It's like, what is wrong with y'all? Why Tell can't you that. just let these talented writers, creators, artists do their thing mm-hmm. and make a beautiful authentic piece of media yeah like how and i'm like so and i'm particularly disappointed in netflix because i feel like netflix has always done a good job of working with the original creators to make something happen right so like what happened here Uh, you know what i mean like how do you mess this up and how do you make these people mad they are so easygoing like they're so chill yeah they 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 like, had something went down, man. <laughs> something went down because Airbender still has it has graphic novels. The story's still going. Like they have ideas. It's there. Yeah. So like, what did you do to them? And how yeah. did you make them mad? And how can you not see that this is a PR nightmare? If you mm-hmm. can't get the creators to work on this show, then you've lost yeah. the original audience. You did. Yeah. You might get a new audience. Like for example, when they do stuff like umbrella Academy, that's mm-hmm. never had anything before except for the comic. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had like this niche audience where it was like, who cares if we lose them? Right. Like this time around, you already have an established audience mm-hmm. in the media. Right. And like this whole new audience that you could potentially draw in, like, now they're not going to watch it because you made the creators yeah, mad. People you, are very, particularly nowadays, people mm. are not name brand loyal to anything. Yeah, anymore. no. They don't care that that 
Dyson has been making vacuums for a hundred years. Yeah. Whatever works the best and is the cheapest is what they're, they're going to Google it. They're going to research it. They're going to yeah. get it. Yeah. They don't care if it's not nobody brand. Right. Now, nowadays, they're not brand loyal. They are creator loyal. Absolutely. They will follow mm-hmm. the the... I mean, even though JK's like canceled, the JK's rowlings of the world, mm-hmm. the George R. R. Martins of the world, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the Stephen King. They yeah. will follow these people to the end of the planet. Right. Because they believe in the person. They believe mm-hmm. in their vision, their creativity, their storytelling. Yeah. So, like, you need to get those people on board. And I feel like that's an idea that advertisers and these, like, corporate people mm-hmm. just haven't got through their head no, yet. No, they haven't. You know what I mean? They haven't. Obviously, they haven't. And here's the thing. And the cool thing is, like, when you brought up Umbrella Academy, like, the creators are still involved yeah, with Yeah, Drogway and Gabriel Bob they were still, on they're set. They're still on set. Yeah. So that's like, yeah. If And no one says you're a big Umbrella Academy fan. If they weren't involved in it, I already know you're like, no, I'm yeah. not I'm not dealing with I this. I wouldn't have watched yeah, it. Yeah, so, and this happened before, and we got the Avatar movie. Yeah, and that sucks. Exactly. So it's like there's already <laughs> like this, this precedent. You already messed up before by, like, their character. The creator's like, no, nah, we out, and y'all got that movie. So. Now, yeah. I feel like the creators were very kind about They were like, listen, you yeah, know, they, we're not working with them, but yeah. we wish the project luck, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, we know what that means in We code. know what that means. Yeah. That means in code, like, you know what, man? We're done with this. All right. We tried, but y'all tripping. They you tripping. know what I'm saying? Mm. We out. Good luck. Um, That's I'm what mad, that meant. I'm mad about it. That's what that meant. That's all y'all need to know. Oh, I'm mad about man, it. Oh, man. Yo. So, if, yeah. If they ruin a live action TV series of Airbender, mm-hmm. I will riot in the streets. Yeah. The yeah. end. Well, I will say this. Uh, there's another scandal out here going on with a beloved animated show that I love so much that they oh did God, someone don't, don't, super dirty. Don't. I'll wait. You know what? I will talk about that next <laughs> week because we got a lot of, we got more <laughs> stories. But all I will say is tune in next week because uh, there's a popular show that I love so much. And they did one person who was related to one of the main characters who recently passed away. And I'll leave y'all with that. Mm. And we'll talk about that next week. But um, but we're going to keep it moving, guys. So let's brighten the mood up a little bit, maybe. Yes, maybe yes. we'll brighten up in the mood. Uh, looks like there's a new Star Wars holiday special coming to Disney. Plus, you know, the lovable Christmas specials. Y'all remember those, right? How, you know, it's just how bad they bad. were. But they were so good. <laughs> so bad that they're good. Yeah. Yeah. Just like my Ninja Turtles uh, singing on stage when they were on a concert. Remember that? No. Oh, you want me to show you? You know I don't know anything about I'm going to show you that. TMNT. I'm going to show you the TMNT (laughs) concert, baby. Well, um, looks like uh, it's going to be a Lego design. It's going to be more like a Lego, well, like Lego figures. So I guess kind of like... Like how the yeah, films. like the Lego movies. Yeah, stuff. so I'm cool with that. I'm all for that. If it's real people, I'm like, oh man. Uh, yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, want that. But yeah, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's coming on Disney Plus. So uh, that's kind of cool. Yes. I believe it's coming out November 17th. So uh, which is like the original date when the other one? Yeah, came out. that's, so that's right. Cool. Oh man, I didn't know that. Oh there wow. You go. There's a little tidbit for you. Little tidbit there for all our Star Wars fans. Get ready for the holidays. You looking forward to it? I am actually. I I don't I. I usually don't pay too much attention to, like, the Lego stuff, like the Lego games. It's okay. like, oh, Batman Lego, you know, or, like, Harry Potter Lego game. Mm-hmm. I don't care. But the movies are funny. Movies are hilarious. The mo- they do a, such a good job on they movies. Do. They do. really and, good job. And uh, animating, like, little inanimate objects like that, like little Legos, is, like, just, you don't even know. As a person who studied animation, like, I'm 
fascinated. I think yeah. that's so cool. Right. Um, but anyway, I think it sounds it sounds awesome to me. It says here that it's going to be featuring many of the new trilogy's popular characters like Ray and Finn, mm-hmm. but they're going to be mixing it up with the likes of Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Yoda, Mace Windu, and more. All right. Um, they even said a few of the characters will be voiced by their original actors, so that's exciting. Mm. Um, probably whoever they can get. Whoever they can <laughs> whoever get. Whoever will say yes because Finn and – or not Finn, uh, Boyega and uh, Isaac are like – Yeah, they ain't coming back. Well, that – but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. And yeah, guys. So uh, be on lookout again, November seventeenth on Disney Plus. Next up, uh, we got a couple of stories that uh, you know they're all reboots. Apparently, it looks it's like the year we, of the reboot. The I guess. year of the reboot. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to summarize all of these stories, and uh, we'll kind of you know choose and yeah. talk about certain ones. So uh, we have a modernized Knight Rider movie in the works. Cool. Cool. We got the Animaniacs. Set the return on Hulu. Cool. Uh, we also got a new MacGruber series that's coming to Peacock TV. And <laughs> we got a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reboot in the works. Boom. Boom. Mad hyped about that one. All right. So based off your reaction, we'll go ahead and talk about the Fresh Prince for a little bit. Yeah. I'm super excited to talk about Animaniacs. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts on it? Now, have you seen that video? No. Okay. So, but was, I heard that Will Smith was in it. Right. So there was this uh, this person who created, like, I guess a reimagined The Fresh Prince, but it was more like a drama. So it's like, okay, like, this is like some heavier stuff. And Will Smith seen it and he was like, oh man, I want to be, I love what I'm, you I'm, did. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I want to be involved in it. Let's, let's go. You know, and uh, that was huge. You get Will Smith to co sign. Seriously. Then you got the green light from a ton of studios and apparently yeah there's a lot of studios bidding for it. you got peacock hbo max netflix mm. uh so yeah and it, apparently peacock obviously we know is nbc universal's streaming service and nbc is where the original series aired um hbo max currently has the streaming rights to the series so that's why they're trying to be like hey we're, we got it i mean we're streaming y'all right now Netflix, though, has the biggest audience. Yeah, they do. So Netflix is like, hey, come on now. We Netflix. Hey, how you doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> What's up? You know? I, I don't care who gets it. Well, actually, yeah. Netflix, let ne- I hope my hope is Netflix because I have Netflix and I love Netflix. I I'm not getting Peacock Netflix. TV. Hard pass. Mm, not doing it. You ain't rocking. Wait, is that the one that's free, though? Yeah. Oh, then never but mind. You, but I'll it, do that. But you would have to pay for it if you wanted, you know. To, <laughs> like no ads and yeah, stuff, which is that. fine. I do that for Hulu now, so I don't care. Yeah. But obviously I would prefer Netflix. I like Netflix best. I like the interface. Um, and I already have it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I do agree. It's got the biggest base, so it would probably be the most successful there. But I'm mad hyped about that. Yeah. I would love – some of my favorite episodes of Fresh Prince were the ones that were like – heavier yeah you know what i mean right. um and i feel like now more than ever mm. like that show could be so relevant mm. you know what i mean like they had dang they had episodes then where it was like the, remember when he got arrested and the uncle was like why'd you even question him right. his parents weren't here you yeah. didn't have my permission but like he right. just went into just him because he was a lawyer him. yeah like so much of that stuff is that still could. relevant now yeah so like first of all that's just sad but let's not talk about that mm-hmm. but um so like they could do so much commentary now true but of course still have you know the light comedy as well i that personally is my favorite type of show like I, yeah like scrubs is one of my favorite Com- sit- comedy sitcoms mm-hmm. because it did that. Right. It went from comedy to drama, to drama in like two seconds like, flat. Yeah, they can do it seamlessly. 
seamlessly. So yeah. I'm mad hyped. I'm here for it. My only question is, um, like, are they just going to, like, reboot it wholly with, like, a mm-hmm. new cast? Mm-hmm. Like, a still young, you know. Right. Um, but we'll see. I'm excited. I'm here okay. for it. I know we're tired of reboots, but this is the one I actually do want. Yeah. I'm excited <laughs> for that one. One that I'm super excited about, Animaniacs. I'm shooketh. You know why? About that. Because remember last week we were talking about in, when you were saying how Ren and Stimpy didn't feel like it would be necessary, it wouldn't be timely. Mm-hmm. I feel like Animaniacs is perfect yes. because, as we all know, for all of our lovers back in the day of the beloved show, they made fun of celebrities. Yeah. All the time. That's what we need right now. And they even had some adult humor yes. that went Slipping right out. over my head when I was a kid. If y'all believe me, uh, don't have your kids watch this. Or, I mean, if they do, they wouldn't get it. <laughs> Hopefully not. Uh, type Animaniacs Prince joke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one or right just there. type in, like, top ten adult jokes on yes. Animaniacs. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, there's so many. They can talk about so many celebrities because, obviously, celebrities is pop culture. Yeah. And more now than ever because we got the internet now. So you have so many. You could shoot, pick of the litter. You just so many celebrities you could talk about. And they could do it in the I'm, Animaniacs style that they've always. And I'm here for it. Take them down a peg. Yeah. Plus, they're supposedly bringing back Pinky and the Brain. And I'm here for oh, that, too. Of course. Come on, here man. that, too. Pinky and the Brain. Now, did you hear the theory that, you know, Pinky is actually the genius and the brain is not really... You hear about that theory? No. All right, look it up on YouTube. Okay. But there's a theory out there, and it makes a lot of sense. But, you know, it's on for y'all, man. <laughs> Super excited about these shows coming. So, uh, yeah, be on the lookout for all of those shows. And, uh, yeah, man, a lot more stories to, you yep. know, touch on. But, hey, guys, hit us up on the page. Y'all know the page, the comic section that you guys are fans of and subscribe to. Hopefully, if you're not, what are you doing? Click that like. Click that share so uh, more and more people can find us so we can hook y'all up with that hot news out here. Yeah, because I share way more stuff than we talk about on yes. the podcast. All right. You need to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, so much awesome stuff out there. So make sure you guys follow and spread the word. All right, guys. Now it's time for us to get into coming soon previews. We got three of them. Got uh, Speaking of Peacock TV, a reboot Ugh. of a show. That is so 90s, well, 80s and 90s. Talking about Saved by the Bell. You remember that show? Or were you, uh, well, how were you in uh, Saved by the Bell? I'm so sick of you. I honestly don't know. See? All right. I didn't watch that show. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, in my time, (laughs) you know, I watched Saved by the Bell. I bet you did, old man. Zach, I hear that. (laughs) Zach, A.C. Slater, Screech, Lisa. Kelly Kapowski, you know, that whole crew. Well, guess what? They're back. Well, not the whole crew because, you know, some of them are in trouble and some are, you know, <laughs> going through some stuff. But they rebooted it and it's coming on Peacock TV with a uh, new generation. So uh, let's go ahead and check it out right now. Remember all the dances we had in this gym? Ever wish you could go back? Sure do. When a Bayside is going to change our lives. Hey, buddy. You're an honor sandwich? Duh, it's an honor to teach me. These Bayside kids weren't exactly raised to have a killer instinct. I have a Kardashian coming out lunch. Who, Rob? Shut up. He's still in their family. Is it just me or the seniors at the school really old looking? Hey, Jamie. You heard you talking about the Harvest Dance. It's just you. I'm so excited! too much on 
my plate. There's a way to increase productivity. Are those caffeine pills? At first, they're so exciting. And then it gets even more exciting. But after that, it gets so scary. And in the end, you ruin your girl group shot at a recording contract. What? I'm so excited. All right. Saved by the bell. Yeah, I like that last scene too because it was like a little callback to a, a very famous scene that happened with uh, with Jesse and uh, and caffeine pills back in the nineties. But you, you wouldn't, yeah, all right, cool. I will right, we'll keep it moving. <laughs> but that's coming out very soon on Peacock TV. A little CO. Well, how about this? I will say or, this. Yeah, I thought the original actors looks pretty good. Yeah, they look great. Good for them. AC Slater. Still, Mario Lopez looks exactly the same. Right. Just, just about the Jerry Curl shag. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, I'm loving the diverse cast mm-hmm. of young students because, you know, it's California. Right. Um, one of the most diverse areas in our country. Yes. Um, and I love that it was like poking fun of itself. Yeah. Like they, they're like, don't you think they're a little old to be here? Yeah. Like this old, that's, that's funny to me. Yeah. So I will say that. I've never watched a show. Not super interested, but the trailer actually did amuse me. Okay. So good job. You got to watch an episode of the old school. Yo, they got to bring back Zach Morris, man. I know that's his son and all, but Zach, you got to make it. I know he's on Mixish right now, which is a great show. But come on, man. Make just just a, a head nod or something. You know what I mean? That's all I'm asking. Um, next up, we have a brand new uh, TV spot for Mulan that we've all been waiting for. And, uh, of course, that's dropping on Disney Plus September 4th. So without further ado, let's go ahead and check out Mulan. Impossible. A woman leading a man's army. It is my duty to fight for the kingdom. The girl who has come to save the dynasty. You will die pretending to be something you're not. Yet here I stand. I'm Hua Mulan. I will bring honor to us all. Hey, all right, little CO. For every new trailer I watch, I get more hyped for this movie. I'm ready, man. Like, like... The action. I'm ready. Alone. Yeah. The costuming. The dialogue. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Hey. I can't wait. I will be there day of on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. Come on, man. Day of. Got my $30 ready. Burning nope. a hole in my pocket. Let's go. All right. And last but not least, uh, one of your favorite shows of all time. <laughs> <laughs> talking about The Walking Dead. This one's Walking Dead World Beyond. And that's set to come out on AMC Sunday, October 4th. Let's go ahead and check it out. When I was just a little kid, I just jumped to living for the future. So, how do I live for myself? We're ten years in now. Ten years. And the dead still have this world. You really think the world's gonna end? I know it is. Our dad's in trouble. We have to help him. To die. We could live. We have to be brave. 
in this life we have. Simply to exist now. In the light. This thing we're doing, going cross country, is big. Your friends, your sister, they're all counting on you. It's not going to be easy, but we're going to make our lives count. Not because we're the last generation, because we're the beginning. All right, Lil' CO. I know you're excited. I could tell by the look in your eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, Lil' CO, they are so excited that, you know, their eyes <laughs> are just beaming with joy. Uh, no sarcasm to be found. Just I hype. don't think you're capable of sarcasm. Huh? <laughs> Me? Too kind. Too kind. <laughs> no, I um my reaction to this is what is this? Is this like the teeny bopper version it's of The, the Walking Beyond. Dead? Like what is this? I don't understand. Like I'm watching the trailer and I'm like, okay, so teens? Yeah. I I, I don't care. I, I mean think don't about care. it. Hey, I don't care. What what I don't if care. you're a teen if you're I don't a care. teen right. I don't care. All right. I'm not the demographic. I'm not the target audience, obviously. Yeah. But I seriously don't care. You got to have teen romance during a zombie attack. Ugh. Ugh. It just came across to me as like, first of all, so corny. <laughs> like, so corny. And unrealistic. Teenagers yeah. would not. I mean, adults. Like, we're watching. My gra- my grandfather and my aunt are rewatching mm. The Walking Dead right now. Okay. And I'm just like, the adults can't even handle this. But some group of five teenagers is just going to go out on their own and they're beating butt and taking names from. Shut up. Shut yeah, up. But wait a minute. Wait a second. Now, hold on. Now, wait a second. I think I'm you, over you, it. You're being, you're being kind of harsh right now. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you never. I mean, I sh- I'm sure you have a zombie apocalypse plan, right? No. No? My you plan, don't? My plan is to deuce out and we'll die. For real? You ain't. <laughs> yes. Right. I have no plan. I told my husband, I said, leave me. Mm. Well, no, you're a trooper. You, you, know, I what? Don't you live, know what? I respect it. I don't want to live in a world like that. that. There's no, no hope in a world like that. I'm like watching The Walking Dead Like every time I go through to get like lunch yeah, or something. Right. I'm like, why are you people even continuing? Because like, if there was, well, like, if there was like a hope of a cure, yeah. but like they're all infected. Even if they just die of natural causes, they mm. would still turn into a zombie. So it's like, why even bother? Mm. I would just so deuce out. But like, anyway, let's not, I'm, I'm not going to get into that. I don't care. <laughs> they, I, I thought, wow, I could not care less about uh, the walking dead like as yeah. i was watching it with them uh-huh. until i saw the trailer for this boy do i care negative mm. negative five points about this mm. don't care not All interested right. stop it okay but uh. i want to talk now what you know i'm talking to robert kirkman right now and the walking dead franchise stop it get some help what do you mean man? that's money right cha-ching that's what that is. You know that's it. Mm. That's Just all. Beating a dead horse. Of course. Stop it. For real, man. That's it. That's all I have to say. All right. <laughs> all right ladies Sorry, Walking Dead fans. I hey. love y'all, and I'm glad you're having a good time, but I, I'm over it. Just over it. Over it. All right. Well, if you're not over it, fans out there, 
uh, be on the lookout for it October 4th on AMC and all those other trailers. And obviously, by the time this episode comes out, there might be some more trailers coming. And again, guys, make sure you follow us on social media so you guys keep in touch with all the news and trailers you don't want to miss out on. First hand. That's what I'm talking about. All right, guys, now it's time for us to get into reviews. And like I said at the top of the show, I watched Doom Patrol season dos, and uh, you got to finish Umbrella Academy season two. Oh, all right. So I'm very interested to seeing what you got to say about Umbrella Academy. So you know what? I'm gonna go first. I was just about to say you're <laughs> gonna know. go first. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Doom Patrol, I liked it a lot. I did like it. I did love it. Um, the one thing I didn't like that all these shows do is they, ah, the cliffhangers at the end. How else are they going to hook you? I know, but I'm just like, uh, man. Especially in this day and age where they just cancel anything for no freaking reason. That's true. Like Swamp Thing. Oh, don't, oh man, that's an old wound right there. Yeah. God. But anyway, Doom Patrol, I love it. I love the cast. Um, just again, like Umbrella Academy. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of d- dysfunctional families, and I would say Umbrella Academy has the best of dysfunctional family love, Doom Patrol right behind them, because uh, you're just rooting for all the characters. But this season right here is really good. I recommend it for those who haven't watched it or if you're still watching it. It's going to get crazy at the end, but no spoilers, but just be prepared to be like, <gasps> and then that's it. <laughs> and that's it and that's it but i really did like it uh so i would say out of 10 uh i'm gonna give it an 8.6 out of 10 cool. really good i liked it i'll go back and rewatch it it's really good and uh yeah i'm super excited for season three hoping that it will happen which i believe it will so that's my review doom patrol go see it go check it out stream it if you got hbo max there you go mm. All right. Delicious. Now it's this. Your turn. <laughs> long awaited. Long awaited. People, I, people have been adding me. That's right. People have been adding me. They're I've like, been waiting. What the hell? Why yeah. have you not reviewed Umbrella Academy? Why have you not finished Umbrella Academy yet? Uh-huh. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I promise. Been busy. Well, well not even busy that. out here. Not even they that. Well, working, they, they working on some commissions. I am working. Matter of fact, if y'all, well, no, I don't want to say if y'all stop because you got to make your money. But, you know what I'm <laughs> oh, saying? No, don't do that. No, I don't want to do that. Well, well I did. Like, I finished it. I finished it. Okay, all right. Cool. I've been working my fingers to the to bone. You. No, no, no. No, but seriously, I, I, I read that comic 12 years ago, 13 years ago when it came out. Um, and the only person I'd ever really read it with was my sister. Okay. It was like the only person I knew that mm-hmm. had read this comic and mm-hmm. that I could push it on. And then of course my husband, when he came along later. Um, so I promised the two of them, I would not watch it without them. So I had to wait, but we finally finished it and, um, it was awesome. Hey, it was awesome. I didn't see any of that coming. <laughs> I was genuinely surprised and I had a good time. There was like a point in the beginning where I was like, okay, can we like wrap it up? Let's get to it. Like, you know, um, and I, especially in the beginning, I was, like, really feeling like, okay, this is the same thing as season one. Like, can we, like, you need to change it up a little bit. But then things, just like in season one, things started unraveling in the middle, and it just was, like, speeding into, you know, catastrophe. Mm. Um, but it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. I, I feel like they're doing something really original and different and fresh. Because, like I've said before on the podcast, they kind of blew their load with 
at season one um, because they did almost the entire stories from the comic book series one, the book one and two in season one. So I was like, dang, what are they going to do in, in, in season two because book three hadn't come out by then. So I was like, mm. and people came back to him asking me, what do you think's going to happen? What do you think's going to happen? I, dude, I don't know. They split ways from the comic, like in the middle of season one. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like they're doing something original and fresh. So even as a fan of the comic book series, like I was being surprised and mm. I was like, Oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I didn't think that's what that meant. So I enjoyed it. I'd probably give it an 8.5 out of 10. All right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You know what I was going to ask you, too? Uh, it just came to my mind because, like you said, they deviated from the comics and you didn't see anything coming. I love that they did that with because I was wondering. I'm like, all right, well, you've read the comics, you and your sister mm-hmm. and other people who've already known yeah. of this franchise. I'm like, okay, cool. Because us general audiences, you know, we look to y'all as the experts. So, like, when we come to y'all, like, yo, did you? And you're like, no, I, don't, I didn't know they were going to do that. Nope. That to me is like awesome because I'm like, oh, so y'all, y'all shocking everybody. Yes. It's like, like Gerard Way, I'm sure he's like, oh, y'all can read the books all y'all want. Yeah. But that don't mean y'all going to know what's going on. And sometimes I, if, if it's done well, mm-hmm. I think it, it's good. You know, yeah. like Walking Dead, even though I gave them a hard time, they did do that in a good way. Like the introduction of Daryl, mm-hmm. the changes they made to a few of the characters, whether when or if they die. Um, you know, when it's done well, it's, it's good. So yeah. I'm having a good time. I would have had just as good a time if not a little bit better if it had been exactly the same okay you know because like for example i love the watchmen everyone gives that movie such a hard time but i love the watchmen movie mm. it is literally the graphic novel like page for page even some of the dialogue is just ripped out of the page yeah. into the movie yeah and i love it i have a great time i don't care that it's four hours long and it's slow and i don't care mm. you know because it's the exact thing but um so I would have liked to see that too, you mm-hmm. know, that would have been awesome. But okay. I, I, again, you're not wrong. I have the comic. If that's what I want, I'll read the comic. Yeah. Um, so the show, I feel like it's still honoring the vibes of the comic. Okay. It's still weird. It's dysfunctional. It's great. It's got twists. It's got turns. It's got betrayal. It's got family. Mm. So I, I'm still loving it. Um, but yeah, it, read the comics. That's all I'm saying. All right. Because you're going to have, if you like the show, then you're going to have an even better time with the comics because like, the story is so crazy. And you know what? Uh, I wonder, too, since they kind of deviated, and mm-hmm. uh, you said there's three books, right? Yes. So with this third season, um, I was wondering if they were going to do kind of like what uh, George R. R. Martin did with like uh, Game of Thrones. Where he was like, yo, uh, I already kind of wrote how it is, but now we're doing this. I'm going to have to come out with another, yeah. you know, book. Just I can so, see that. You know what I mean? I can yeah. see that. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Well, I'm glad you saw it. Glad you <laughs> liked it. Uh, I teared up at uh, certain parts. We we got we might have to have a spoiler episode. I'm okay with we that. We might have to do that. I am there's very so okay with that. so many questions I got to pick your brain out for the listeners because I'm sure they're like thinking the same things or maybe similar. Who knows? Or I could answer some questions about yeah. like, what's the differences between the books and the, oh, that'd be the, the show. Oh, that would be you great. Know, we could have people send them in. Yeah, that would um, be a good idea. But yeah, I'm. I'm. I would totally. Maybe when there's a hurricane, you know, there's gonna be. Yeah. We have to do like a, you know, a, a one shot episode. Yeah, yeah. We can do that. We might could do that. I like that. <laughs> we're gonna keep that. Hopefully, you know. Yeah, we will keep that in there. You know, we're recording this, so uh, just in case we forget, that's happening. All right, guys. Well, make sure you guys uh, check out those awesome shows again. Umbrella Academy season two. I rated it last week ten. You say eight point five, mm-hmm. and then uh, Doom Patrol. I say about eight point six. And uh, so I definitely recommend both great shows. You're going to have a great time if you haven't finished it or if you haven't started. Recommend to check 
those outs. All right. Now it's time for us to get into the comics. You know, we got some hot new comics out here in the streets. And uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Little CO, what's hot out here? Oh boy, um, it's a little bit of a smaller week, but that's okay. Sometimes you need a little break so you can get your coin purse back up. Um, but for Marvel Comics this week, we have Empire number five out of the six issue miniseries. This is Marvel's summer event storyline, so do not miss out. Yeah. If you haven't picked it up yet, um, there's got to be, because I know they've been printing it like crazy. There's still ones, twos, threes, and fours, and fives, uh, uh, fours out there, so hit them up. But basically, the Kree and the Scrolls have united under a new emperor to destroy the Avengers and Fantastic Four on Earth. So mm. if you like that sort of thing, definitely don't miss it. Um, also updating this week, we have Empire Avengers, Empire Captain America, and Empire X-Men that are all out this week. These are all tie-ins. They're all mini-series if you are reading the Empire Major Events storyline. All right. Last thing for Marvel we have is the Star Wars. Star Wars action figure variant covers number one. This is a really cool little thing. Um, if you're a Star Wars fan, definitely can't recommend it enough. It's a, it's a one-shot, self-contained little anthology kind of thing. Um, well, not anthology, maybe, but a collection. It's a collection. Mm -hmm. Okay. It features every action figure variant cover that's ever been released for the Star Wars comics. And that includes Vader down, just Vader, um, Poe, Poe Dameron. Um, what's that girl's name? I can't remember. Anyway, um, every series mm -hmm. that had an action figure variant cover. These are really cool because it's just... It's just an artistic variant cover that makes it look like the packaging of an action figure. Okay. Um, so you get all your famous characters like Han and Leia, but even characters that basically only appear once or barely have a line or don't even have names. So right, right, It's really right. cool. If you're a Star Wars fan and you just appreciate artwork, definitely think about picking it up. Okay. Moving on, DC Comics, we have Dark Knight's Death Metal number three mm. out of the six-issue miniseries. This is DC's summer event storyline, so do not miss it. Uh, they also had Detective Comics 1025. This is a Joker War tie-in. All right. Um, so if you're reading that storyline, definitely don't miss Detective Comics. Basically, uh, the Joker has taken control of Wayne Tech um, and... All of the weapons hidden inside, plus Lucius Fox as a hostage. So you can imagine how that's some trouble. Mm, that is some trouble right there. Yeah. You want to take Fox? Yeah. Man. And all those weapons. Who yeah, boy. it's going to be a situation right there. Moving on, Indie Comics, we have Big Girls number one from Image Comics. This is supposed to be an ongoing series, but basically, when men become giant monsters hell-bent on destroying the world, only girls can stop them. Big girls. Mm. Meet Ember. She writes poetry, loves to read, and she's a 300-foot-tall, full-time monster killer. She and all the other big girls are all that stand in the way of our world's complete annihilation. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. A tale that's a cross between giant John Wick and Godzilla by the way of HBO's Girls. Mm. Makes me think of Giant Woman from Steven Universe. Oh yeah, right? I didn't even put that two, <laughs> two together. Is that funny? That is. Ah, moving on, we have G.I. Joe, a real American hero. Snake, hey. Snake Eyes Origins. Snake Eyes. Yo, you know that Snake Eyes movie coming out. No, I didn't. Very soon. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, so is it animated or live no, action? live action. Very cool. Yeah. That's a franchise they need to build on. That Yo. movie sucked. Which that one? was with um, what's his name? That was supposed to be Gambit, the handsome oh, guy. Oh, yeah, you talking about That's Magic Mike? Good. That wasn't good. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. 
the G.I.G. movie? No, I know, but like which one? Because there was two. Those I don't know the one that he was in. Not good. He was in both of them. Oh, well, I don't know. Prob- <laughs> probably both of them the were rock? not good. The one with him and The Rock? Because he was Duke. I don't know. No? I don't know. But it wasn't good. <laughs> uh, that's not, that's some, it was like, like that corny Spider-Man like trilogy era. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. As opposed to the era we have now with the MCU and DCU. Yeah, they were they, they could to, do better. They could. It was a little corny. No, a little I, cheesy. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you on that. Anyway, uh, we have Snake Eyes Origin from IDW Publishing. This is a one-shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the strangest secret of all revealed. Find out the origin of Snake Eyes. Mm. Discover the true past of Storm Shadow. Yes. And a major revelation about Cobra Commander. Hey! So, yeah, check it out. I'm excited about that one. Moving on, last thing I've got is Seven Secrets number one from Boom Studios. This is supposed to be an ongoing series as well, but basically a tale about seven powerful secret words, wonders, weapons, and worse, with the power to change the world. For centuries, the Order was trusted in keepers and holders to guard the secrets in seven briefcases against all harm. But when their stronghold is attacked and the secrets put in peril, the entire Order must face its greatest fear, an enemy who knows too much and is willing to kill to get what he wants. Ooh, that's dangerous right there. Yes, yes. So dangerous. take a peek. But that's it. That's all I got for you guys this week. Of course, there were other titles that updated ongoings like Captain America and stuff like that. Um, but those were just the highlights of the newest stuff that you don't want to miss because once it sells out is gone mm, there you go guys so make sure you guys hit up your local comic book stores mm. and get all that good goodies out there so you guys get your read on shout out to Soundwave comics always representing and shout out to all the comic book stores and gaming stores all around the city the country the world the make sure world. you guys support number one all right cool so uh last but not least we got events man it's been forever since we had some events i know because everything gets canceled that's right that's <laughs> right but not this one this is a special one and uh little ceo you gonna speak on this one this one's close yeah, to close, close to home it's close to my heart yeah let's talk about it uh so we have the tabletop appreciation live stream 2020 this is hosted by the live gamers podcast co-host and friend of course of the show jason aka twitchy j twitchy j yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so this is going to be it's a kid-friendly live stream that takes place on saturday august 22nd and sunday august 23rd from 2 p.m to 7 p.m each day it'll feature special guests like myself little ca and also ant from the fighting Champions. The Fighting Champions podcast yeah. and the DJ uh, Mo Kujin. Oh. Also featuring Alicia Joe cosplay. Yeah, Alicia in the building. Rigel of Flash Photography Cosplay. There we go. And more. Man. But yeah, this is pretty awesome. This live stream, it's meant to bring attention to tabletop gaming, the culture, the community, and it's really meant for, it raises money for the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, so all of the money raised at this event that we're doing um, will go to our local Children's Hospital, which I, if I'm correct is underneath the MUSC umbrella in downtown Charleston. Awesome. awesome. So yeah, tune in. Uh, all you have to do is go to twitch.tv slash twitchy j and we'll be there there we go guys so uh, make sure you definitely support that we can uh love to have support from everybody from all around you know not just the state man all around the world yes yeah. we got people who tune in from all around the world man again shout outs to you know uk we have a lot of listeners from the uk from brazil Ooh. uh russia japan um what's the other uh turkey 
God, that's uh, so cool. Yeah, and it was uh, Puerto Rico, of course. Puerto Rico. And Mexico. Mexico. And yeah, and I said Brazil already. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, and that's just a uh, you know a few of the many uh, countries from around the world who tune in. So hey, just because you're around the world, don't mean you can't check it out and make sure you support all for charity, which is amazing. Of course, everyone here in the states, you know, what I mean, this would be. You know, you're having fun, learning about that tabletop culture, all the while supporting a great cause, man, for the kids out there. Children's Miracle Network. Love it. And, uh, yeah, man, super excited, man. It's some good news. So, uh, good <laughs> event. You know, so make sure you guys tune in for that. And uh, when is those dates again? You said Saturday, August 22nd? Saturday, August 22nd. And Sunday, August 23rd from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, we will be playing all types of board games because people don't know this, but there's like more than just like Monopoly and mm. twi- not Twister, um, you know, stuff like that. Like, yeah. there's Harry Potter games and all kinds of horror y'all playing, games. Y'all we playing Uno? No, that that ruins friendships. It does. It does ruin friendships. It does. <laughs> Man, I got so mad at my uh, <laughs> my cousins for that uh, rule change. That yeah. yeah, man, I'm beefing with that, but whatever. But yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Yeah, you probably don't want to play Uno. No, yeah. especially not on a live stream. But again, this is supposed to be kid friendly, so no cursing or anything. You can watch with your whole family. Um, but yeah, please share the page. Um, the page, of course, is on our Facebook page and. Uh, stuff like that but yeah it's gonna be really great shout out to final round game shop in somerville because they've supplied some of the games we will be playing shout outs. Um, but yeah it's gonna be really great again all for charity we get none of the proceeds we're just doing this for the fun of it for the fun of it there we go guys so uh definitely rock with this uh great cause that we got going on right here so shout out to all of them and shout out to all of you guys we have 80 episodes in and, uh, You're still it, hanging out with us. You guys are I know. awesome. Twenty episodes to get to hundred, man. Twenty. That's all we got, man. It's countdown now, know, so it's we gotta crazy. we gotta plan a hundred episode. We gotta figure out something. I think I got an idea. You got an idea? Yeah. All right, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about <laughs> it. Behind, like, you know, we definitely gonna do it up for y'all. And um, but other than that, guys, thank you guys again. Like you were saying, so much for tuning in, rocking with us. It's been almost two. It'll be two years this December. So be we're at a year and seven months. Or no, wait, it's August. A year and eight months. Thought it was July, but I'm like, yo, it's August. Man, this year is going by. Mm. And uh yeah, man. So definitely excited. A lot of cool things coming. And again, we're just expanding. That's the goal is to expand more. We have more shows. We're gonna have some awesome new features starting next month. Be on the lookout for an awesome new features to the show. I wanna talk about it more, but I gotta wait. I gotta, you know, I'm all about <laughs> Gotta teams. sit on it. I gotta sit on it, man. <laughs> Super excited about it. But yeah, and, uh, shout out to our other podcast. Yeah, shout <laughs> out to the whole lineup of shows. And I might need your help because we're getting to the point yeah, where well, I might forget some shows. I need to like write it down. Okay, so stop slacking. All right, off. so we got the Live Gamers Podcast. Talking about video games, board games, tabletop games, card games. There we go. We also have Superhero Fitness where we bring comics and fitness together with myself and my trainer coach, Matt Martin. So we bring those two worlds together. Uh, also, we have the Fighting Champions podcast. Rated M for Mature. Yes. They talk about old news and new news when it comes to the wrestling world. There we go. And now we have Prime Cuts. Yes, 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 yes. So shout outs to uh, Hank and Holly. And uh, while we're talking, uh, Holly hit me up. And now they are officially on the gram. So uh, you can uh, follow them at uh, Prime Cuts Horror. 
So you are. They already have their first post <gasps> up. Look at you. See, that was a shot. See, see, you don't even know. They didn't even know I did that right there. Well, I didn't do it, but you know, Holly texted me. Oh, oh, you knew? <laughs> oh man, you could have let I'm me have that. I'm a social media coordinator. Of course, I do. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> My bad. My bad. I was trying to. I was trying to get one over. It's on you. okay. It's all right. It'll happen one day. One day. All right, cool. So, uh, other than that, uh, yeah, and all the other shows, of course, uh, make sure you follow Sonic Embassy. Uh, he's part of the network, obviously, with his podcast, podcast, and um, and follow Lil Seal as always, Cut It Out Comics and Cosplay. Continue to hit them up so uh, they can create those awesome, you know, cutouts, you know what I'm saying, that they do, you know what I mean? And uh, other than that, guys, just stay right here. Tune in. More yeah. things coming. Stay healthy out there. Wash yes. your hands. Wear a mask. Social distance. Yeah. Uh, stay inside. Stay inside. Quarantine. Go out if only if you need to. Mm. If you do go, follow those rules that Lil Seal just said. All that good stuff, man. So super excited for the rest of this year. You know that you know we could talk about that's good because mm. it's going to be a uh, it's going to be rough in the next few months here in the states. But other than that, hopefully you all are um, you know again staying safe and being good. And we'll catch you guys next week. I've been your host, Jason, alongside my talented co-host, Locio. We'll catch you guys on the next issue of the Comic Section Podcast. Countdown to 100. Peace. You have now tuned in to the Comic Section Network.